Damn it, where's Jeremy? Uh, Kevin, Kevin, sorry, I'm here. Sorry I'm late. You're so late. Have you not noticed what's been going on? Look, look, it, it's okay. We can still deal with it. If we don't do at least three non sequiturs in the next hour, this world is going to end. Well, okay, we know how it needs to start, Kevin. All right. Welcome to the third space. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Jeremy Berkeley. And well, let's, let's go. Let's do it. The man, <laughs> uh, all dressed in flan. How do you dress in flan? Colors <laughs> that are like flan would be. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. How's being married? I mean, it's the same as not being married. I Shit. just don't have to plan a marriage anymore. <laughs> Which is what all single people do, right? Yeah, yeah. So, all the time. That's all you're doing is planning a marriage. If you're not planning a marriage right now, are you really living? <laughs> Let me tell you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does it feel calm? Does it feel relaxing now? I mean, I there was, uh, I think, a 10-day recovery period mm-hmm. after the wedding. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Kevin, but um, uh, my mother-in-law... Uh, gave us a voucher in January oh, nice. to book our honeymoon flight, but we had to do it, well, by May, basically. Okay. So we booked the flight, and we're like, we don't have any time to plan this. So as soon as the wedding was over, we were like, we're leaving the country in a month. Uh, I guess we got to <laughs> plan this. So I went through, like, stages of being like, Brief. okay, I'm I'm like, I'm exhausted from the wedding, but Denial. people people still need to see me. Yeah. Right. Okay. The people have seen me. Now I can get like a day and a half where I don't do anything. Depression. Now I'm getting terrible anxiety about my honeymoon because Anger. nothing is planned. <laughs> and then I plan the honeymoon, at least the parts that need to be planned right away. Bargaining. Uh, and then like I finish that and I sit down and I'm like, wait, what, what do I do? I don't, I don't have anything to schedule or plan and I'm not like trying to get other people on board with timing and I don't need to worry about the outfit that I'm wearing and I don't need to memorize my vows or anything like that. Like it's quiet. What do I do? Acceptance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like 10 day period of yeah, that. You got it. <laughs> yeah. It's been a wild week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's great. Being, being married is great. Yeah. Mostly because like, I don't want to talk down weddings and getting married too much yeah because it was uh i think an enjoyable experience for pretty much everyone you had, you had a very delicious cake thank very, you uh, i spent the i spent the next couple of days being like why do i only have one piece should have had more should have more of that cake uh well just i guess aggressively angrier i i mean i'm sure you could order a wedding cake from that place oh, hell yeah it's the cinnamon cake with cinnamon cream cheese icing that's all we got oh, hell yeah 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 hell yeah um but uh, really, I'm going to marry this cake to my belly. <laughs> the biggest the biggest change was the relief of not having the pressure of an upcoming wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, that, yeah. that was the biggest change. I feel um, very similar about the about other things in my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's great. I was I was blown away by everyone's generosity. Yeah. I, I cannot believe the gifts that we got. 
You know, we. I mean, we we're saying that we saw gifts. I, I, I feel shame. My gift. I gave you money. <laughs> no, and uh, honestly, lots of people gave us money, and you're enabling us to go to the uh, Palace Versailles. Yeah. No. Like that's what we're spending that money on. Like so, <laughs> to let you into the thought process of me and my sister who went in together to give you money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we're like. Well, I mean, I know they have a lot of things, but like, also, I'm sure they want stuff. <laughs> money's not a money is not a bad gift. No. I want to put this out into the world. Money's for, a great for gift. anything. Yeah. It's fine to give someone money. Money's actually better than a gift card. I understand the idea of a gift card. It's like, well, but then you thought about what you want them to do with the money. Yeah, I don't care what you do with the money I gave you. No, I'm I, honestly, it's like okay, we it's can been on skip the dishes for a lot. We care. we can do some cool stuff on our honeymoon because people gave us money. Yeah. Um, rather than being like, okay, all of our money is on hotel room food and flight, and now we will just walk the aimless waste that we're staying. Um, <laughs> because every cause, yeah. because I now have a million pots. You know, I on honestly, I was it's, good, uh, it's kind of a balance. You don't want to also you also want to have some. Yeah, I mean, we have some stuff. stuff. Yeah, we have some stuff. We have some stuff that I didn't even think about. Like putting on the registry, I think maybe just the um, people who are like all all but your your part your wedding skewed towards an older age. Well, I have a lot of family, exactly, yeah, and I believe that they already are aware of wed of like like I guess wedding and life stuff. So they're like these yeah. are things that yeah yeah yeah. One my one of my uncles gave me a a pair of enameled cast iron pans. Yeah, and good pants are great. Yeah, I was like, wow, I did not think about putting good pants on here because usually I'm like, let me choose whatever. Yeah, but like he's in, he's he's the cooker in the family. Yeah, so he gave me the best pans he could find, and I'm like, wow, that's great. Biggest biggest feeling after the wedding was gratitude. Gratitude for my wedding party. Who like people were coming up uh, to me and being like, hey, your best man did this for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Nobody told him to do that. He's a genie. He he does he does uh, grant three wishes he does. if you can find him yeah um, <laughs> notably hard to do um, you know grad- everybody was really chill yeah. there were no blow ups nobody got so wasted they had to be taken care of by somebody else <laughs> so that's always ideal yeah like like literally nothing things obviously went wrong because it's a big event mm-hmm. um, but n- nothing was nothing went wrong that really affected the the mood of the event yeah and everybody had a great time and. Uh, also, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. So, like, multiple levels of gratitude. My favorite part of the event is that so you have the whole thing where it's like people can make the bride and groom kiss, which yeah. just stepping out for a second. It's weird. I think that's weird. It's, I think that's the weirdest part of any wedding. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but because weddings are, as much as they are for the people who are getting married, there's also a bit of them that are for the family and the yep. friends who are there. So, you know, you do things like that. I like how when you got you got around that a little bit <laughs> by adding in the dice rolling yeah, mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. They had to beat you in a dice roll to get you guys to kiss. Yeah. Um, and my favorite part of that is that you did not bend. <laughs> no. You... Th- <laughs> People tried. They, yeah. they, the glass clinking would begin, and you'd just be like, no! My favorite part was, because most of the clinkers only clinked like once or twice, and then, then I, they realized. we were like, no, and no. they were like, okay, fine. Yeah. But there was a group in the back. I don't know who they were, but I think they came up sheepishly afterwards uh, to make dice yeah. rolls against us. Yeah. But they, like, they got like four or five people all at once to clink, and like the entire half of the room that was close to us all turned to them and we're like, no, you with roll us. The dice. we had audience support. You're all the dice. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that, that was great. Honestly, also um, speaking as the people who were being forced to kiss. Yeah. Um, a lot of people came up and like made the role, yeah. but really they just came up and wanted to say hi to us. Yeah. Um, which you know the clinking you don't. It's not you don't you don't get to say hi to them. You, no, you you're just, you're across the room yeah. being like now kiss. Yeah, exactly. Ting ting ting. <laughs> so so we ended up having like a lot of great interactions over the course of dinner that normally wedding wedding couples don't get. Yeah. Um, also, it was adorable that my nieces liked the game. Oh, they love so the they I, love I, the game. I noticed the, the the children running up to <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, also, your DJ was insane. <laughs> yes, yes, the DJ was insane. Um, but you know what? He was either entertaining as a person who was playing music for people to dance yeah. to, or for people to watch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I found out. I juggle. found Layler like one of my cousins is getting married. Yeah. Um. By the way, if you're listening to this. Ryan haven't gotten an invitation yet. I'm just kidding. I don't care if I go. Um, but he's also DJing that wedding. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he's very energetic. He's very back. Like, like that sounds a little bit like I'm being judgmental. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Great. He's all, he was wild. He put yeah. in a lot of energy and effort yeah. into the night. He would get out on the dance floor. If there was just one person, yeah. usually Danilo. <laughs> yeah. Dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dance with them. Dance and Danilo, who came over to me at the end of the night, being like, "Oh, I'm getting old, Jeremy. I can't go all night anymore." <laughs> I was like, "Well, you were out there more than everybody else." Yeah. So <laughs> he never stopped. Uh man. So this is our wedding podcast. In case you didn't know, where we just talk about <laughs> yeah. one wedding. <laughs> what is the name of our wedding podcast, Kevin? <sighs> Something borrowed, something cool. <laughs> I was going to say you may dish the bride. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, that's like a podcast where you go to weddings and then just trash them. Yeah. So that's what I do on like another, another podcast where I watch TV shows and trash them. <laughs> that's got to be a, that's, it's got to be something someone does that wasn't very well received, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if, uh, if people want advice on how to, how to do wedding or what the worst part of wedding planning is, I, I will answer those questions for a period of one week. <laughs> I will answer those questions for one week. After that, not answering them anymore. <laughs> and it's done. This is my public service to the world. I am a married person, <laughs> not a marrying person. Yeah, exactly. We are done. Although I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure being an officiant, like a um, a legal officiant, yeah. it's a pretty sweet gig. Can I just okay? Um, we I I promise we're not doing some sort of weird gag that, that we that we never do. Obviously, no, we never do. We, where we, we never we, do weird we, gags, and this definitely isn't one. Yeah, where we talk about something else <laughs> for the entire episode. But I mean, come on. Um, so you so you had you had obviously you had a legal officiant, and so and what I find very enjoyable about being that and seeing that in a wedding is like because. They didn't have to say a whole lot of God stuff. Yeah. There was a lot more time spent on just the concept of community and love and being together, which yeah. is nice because I've been to weddings where it's like it's a, a lot of talking about God. It feels like you're entering a cult. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Here, here's the thing I'll say to that, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, we got our wedding officiant through experiencing her at other people's weddings. Yeah. And she is very, very good at what she does. Yeah. We had a meeting with her and we were like, these are the things that are important to us. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, I know you said you want to have a short ceremony and you don't really <laughs> want any bells and whistles and like, you don't want any grand like things. Yeah. You have to include some readings. Here's a list of readings. If you don't do any readings, 
other people in the wedding will be upset. <laughs> like your grandparents, your parents, they'll be like, well, what, why did we even show up? Because the ceremony was 20 minutes. Um, and I was like, okay, I don't agree with that. But yeah. we will, you're the professional. So we followed her advice yeah. uh, on that, but we did get to pick the reading. So all the stuff about community was basically us telling her, this is what we want. Yeah. And if your officiant doesn't let you tell them what you want yeah. it to be like, you don't hire them. Good. Good. Yeah. Good, good advice. Yeah. All right. Well, glad you're married. Now shut your fucking mouth. Uh, it's shut. It's shut. It's we, shut. I'm talking right now, but my yeah. mouth is not Because we have other, we have more <laughs> important things to talk about than your preceding nuptials. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. You cover up your nuptials. I don't want to see them anymore. Cu- I got some nuptial slips. <laughs> I put band-aids over my nuptials so they don't bleed when I run. Uh, yeah, exactly. They've got tassels on them. <laughs> you got a very exciting nuptials. Yeah. The weird, now we're talking about something much, much more important. And Jeremy, that's video games. Yeah, you're right. That is more important. It's so much more important. Yeah. You were living for a long time uh, to be for this wedding to happen, to be yeah. with your dearly beloved. Yeah. That's what you no, that's what we say at a wedding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we say at a funeral. <laughs> I mean, you know, dearly departed at the funeral. There we go. Dearly beloved at the wedding. Uh, I, for a long time, in much same way, <laughs> was living to play Elden Ring, which I am still doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about Dark Souls in very vague sense. We made a Dark Souls cooking game. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Bloodboard blood. Yep. But there's a mechanic in the game that has been there since the beginning, since Demon Souls, not since Kingsfield. We don't talk about Kingsfield. Okay. But since Demon Souls. Which is their strange multiplayer function. Yeah. So, in the Souls series, the way the multiplayer works is less of, hey, let's uh, let's play together. Let's, honestly, let's team up. Honestly, people do try to do that, and it's usually a whole lot of hassle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what it is, is that you can invade worlds mm-hmm. and try to kill the player who's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can join the world as a cooperator for jolly cooperation. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you do whatever you want. Usually it's, usually it's defeat the boss. Usually they, it has to defeat the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and sometimes they've added in additional ones. There's like, in Dark Souls 3, there was a mad one where you could be summoned and at, that, at which point you could just choose whatever you want to do. <laughs> you could... <laughs> You could fight the the main the the main player. You could yeah. help them. You you are, could leave. You could leave. <laughs> uh, there's there's uh, there's now which is I think began in two. I don't think it was there in one. Uh, where you could be summoned into another world to like help them, such as mm-hmm. being a blue spirit. Yeah. If they if they're invaded, you'll be summoned in. There's other ones where it's like. You get summoned in from different locations. There's those things as well. Yeah. Uh, do you actually know where that whole, where apparently the idea for that came from? To of, the of course, I have game? no idea, Kevin. Uh, so the what it came from is that at one point the developer of the game, Miyazaki, he, uh, his car broke down and a bunch of guys just like came out and like helped him push the car. Yeah. The gas station, and then they vanished back to where they came from. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, I get that's actually the vibe you get in the game. People will just appear yeah. and they'll help you and then they go away. Or they'll hurt you. Well, yeah, that thing I think was more of so that 
He's like, well, I guess I gotta put some companion. So someone just runs up and punches you in the face for no reason. I mean, it's true. Sometimes someone appears and does crime. <laughs> <laughs> he does crime at you. Yeah. Uh, there's another aspect to this uh, multiplayer system, though, and that is the message system. Yeah. Which is also people playing in their own games, in their own worlds, can leave the helpful, usually, sometimes, <laughs> messages on the ground. Jump down here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Treasure chest over here. Yep. As soon when you walk every ledge, as soon as you walk up to it, it'll be like jump. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Everyone playing the game, just throw a rock down. Yeah. <laughs> like you could test. You don't have to yeah. just do it. Uh but you know, instead of also warning you where they'll be like trap ahead. Mm. Seek left. Yeah. Or illusionary wall on every single wall. <laughs> yeah. You see illusionary wall, and behind you hear, hear like, uh, don't believe his lie, like, you know, yeah. liar ahead. Yeah. 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 So that is how uh, that works. And I thought it'd be interesting to conceive how would that a- apply into a, in any world that's not Dark Souls. Yeah, what, what, this world. Yeah. If the, in this world, in this life, Kevin. What if what if Dark Souls multiplayer? What if, what what if multiplayer? I mean, first of all, that does in in does just imply that there is a multiverse. Yeah, it implies that there are infinite, and we are aware of them. Yeah, that there are infinite worlds, yeah. parallel to our own that operate under the same rules, yeah. as ours are, and that we are all connected in some way. Yeah, they are all like mirrors of this there might yep. be subtle changes because of the actions people have taken because mm-hmm. when you enter into another world if a boss is gone like obviously that has changed their world and if yeah. you there you go in there that's already gone yeah uh usually it's just because you can't go into there because the boss is going i have to do that the, I the question i have is this kevin yeah there's some sort of time limit on the amount you can spend in somebody else's game right nope Nope. It's it's not really a time limit. It's based on there's like you, the time limit is is essentially once the boss is beaten, you're sent back to your world. Okay. The, the, so once you accomplish the, a task. Yeah, the things that I would see beating the boss as accomplishing a task. Yeah. It's just in Dark Souls, every task is boss based. Yeah, boss based. Boss based tasks. They're, they're boss baby tasks. <laughs> baby boss tasks. Baby boss tasks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the boss baby baby boss. Tasks. Task. <laughs> if you need if you need to fight the boss baby, which you have fought boss babies in the game before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are bosses that are babies and babies that are bosses. Yeah, you set a goal and you complete the task. You can yep. Yep. Just like just like boss baby would. So technically, yeah. It, if the task was something like build a car from scratch. Mm-hmm. Someone could be in another world for an extended period of time. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you can in in the game. There are items that allow you to sever your own connection. You'd be like, "I'm going back home." Bye. Yeah. Uh, so you don't you aren't stuck in the other world for the task. Yeah, but complete. you could stay for an extended period. You can also get sent back if the person on the other end, um, uh, dies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If they die, even not to you, you're kick back to your world because yeah. you're like, oh, well, it's done. So what that means is that you're connecting to an individual, not necessarily the world. Yeah, you're connecting to an individual in that world. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, this is where we're going to kind of have to get a little bit funky with the way that 
it works in the game. Because in the game, yeah, obviously each individual character is the main character of their life. Yeah. So you're connecting to their world and them. But here's a fact for some people out there. You are not the main character. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Yep. Yep. I know. (laughs) Wild. Wild. But I just got married, Kevin. I know. Congratulations. Now shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I put these slips back on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing your nuptials. <laughs> Get them covered. Not, get... not not safe for work nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> Only nups. Leave um, that to Reddit. <laughs> now. Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I think the idea will be more of that you are helping that specific person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the best way to put it. There's actually a weird things in the world, like, because you're summoning, obviously, people from other worlds, but you can technically summon people who are, like, already in your world. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, those are the NPC summons are actual people you have met. Okay, but that's not part of multiplayer. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I mean, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Problem solved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my my question is this. Yeah. How do you choose who you summon? Uh, there, there. Well, there's if you're doing the actual summoning, like so. This is what it comes to the different versions. Yeah, yeah. So there's the golden spirits, and okay. they are uh, they are from you see a golden sign on the ground, mm-hmm. and then you stand on it and you see a a ghostly version of them and you see their name and if their name's too inane. You can be like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> or if it or if it appears up and they're completely they're completely shirtless and have a pig head, like a stone pig on their head, you can yeah. be like, Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> I'll see where this goes. Yeah. Uh uh, yeah. So like, yeah, so you you see a, a preview of them, you see their name, then you, you touch the sign. Usually you have an item that allows you to do it. Okay. And pull them to the world. Okay. If it's the red phantoms, which are the invaders, they just are, they just like hold up and like I'm gonna invade someone, and they get put into someone's world. Gotcha. Yeah. Random. Random to just mess with them, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then the blue invaders are are the blue spirits are if a red invader invades someone's world, the blue spirit can just be like yanked out of whatever they're doing. Yeah. And put into that. They're like a bodyguard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And to be like, hey, who you must be my friend? <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, no. <laughs> now, Elden Ring specifically does have a little bit different with the mechanic, with the fact that you can only be invaded when you've already summoned someone. Mm. So, that's gotcha. a thing. Gotcha. So, I bring that up. No, I mean... The, uh, well, the other ones also difference. have weird mechanic. Like, yeah. in in all the other ones, you can only be invaded when you're alive. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Because you, yeah, like, you can be... You can be hollowing. In a, in a dead state. Yeah, yeah. So, when your humanity is yeah. the only reason... Or, except for Dark Souls 3, where you have to be... Embered, mm, yeah. At which point you are, you can be invaded. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think we've, we we don't have the undead curse, so no. we don't have to worry about undead. Like you can get invaded when you're alive. Uh, uh, yep, yeah. <laughs> we could have, we could have the Elden Ring rules of you have to summon someone in, and then someone can come in to mess with you. Just weird. I mean, maybe I I think I'm gonna summon someone to help me grocery shopping. And then just someone just comes running up. This this is what I think, okay? Yeah. I think it is always your choice to be summoned or invaded. Okay. To or to summon or invade. Yes. To be summoned or invade. Okay. Um, if you choose to be summoned, yeah. 
whatever what like you're like okay maybe if you've met the person before you can you can like have your sign show up near them well, what what i mean there is the the in world thing where you can have like codes what okay. i think the thing about this is the idea that you're not like i want to help this person mm-hmm. it's like i want to help someone do this i want to do this task well i'm th- I, i'm thinking about the like so there's this now uh famous part of uh, Elden Ring, which is the the let me solo her guy, which is the guy who apparently lost to uh the real one really hard boss a whole bunch of times, and now he just puts a sign outside the door to be like let me solo her, and then he, <laughs> then he goes and helps people beat this really really hard boss. Yeah, and that's what I that's why I think is interesting the idea of not helping a specific person, but helping with a specific task. Yeah, like being like, well, I know how to. I don't know. Shop well. Yeah. yeah. I know how to I know how to help people. I know how to pick out clothes. I'm an extreme couponer. So I'm gonna put my sign here. Yeah. And help people. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah, that makes sense. So first type yeah. is you offer yourself up for summoning for a task. Yes. Second type is I wanna go fuck shit up in a world that doesn't have consequences for me. Yeah, that is another one. <laughs> Is there another type? Well, there's the defense type. There right. is the thing where it's like you put on a ring. Yeah. And then you're like, if someone's come into another world to fuck shit up, so basically, I will defend them. Basically, there's the I am an agent of justice. Well, like, you you, th- you think there's going to be like, because listen, this is open knowledge to everyone. Everyone knows these are things that happen. Yeah. You There's got to be people who are like, the mul- like people are just going into the multiverse and messing things up. Like, people come into come into my world and they're just messing things up, and I hate that. Yeah. So I want to help not only my world, the entire I multiverse mean, in general. Yeah, clearly in this. Put on the ring. <laughs> yeah, put on the ring. And and now you're a time cop. No. <laughs> well, you're a dimension cop. Time cop. Dimension cop. <laughs> <laughs> There's an invader here. Time cop. <laughs> dimensions. <laughs> I cannot clarify this enough. <laughs> so um, you don't want to touch yourself, though. Yeah. <laughs> something, uh, something, I don't know what will happen, it's but gonna something be, It's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Just, just um, don't touch yourself. Okay, so we've got those three types. Actually, no, wait, this is noteworthy. You don't exist in the other dimensions. It's each are individual people. Okay. I think that's the best way of putting, like, having the Dark Souls thing still be there. It's not that you are summoning, like, a version of your friend. Yeah. You are summoning in a, like, an entirely different person that only exists in that Yeah, universe. an entirely new entity. Yeah. You might have the same name as your friend because, yeah. you know. Yeah, because there's only so many names in existence. Yeah, yeah. But they're all humans. They all live their own life in their own place. And they yep. The same. And some of them are sh- sick and tired of people going into other dimensions and fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, I got it. We got a cool thing. What's it? You can send messages between dimensions. Yeah. Like, but, but here's the big thing. You don't get to choose exactly what the message is. No. You choose from a predetermined list of words and phrases. The only one I know is dog. Dog. Everything's a dog. Dog? It's a dog. <laughs> Mostly that's because they have a turtles everywhere, yeah. but they don't have the word turtle. Yeah. They have like dragon and like beast and like all those things. Yeah. But they also a dog. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a dog. <laughs> no, and so that is that has just gained that now everything is a dog. Yeah, yeah, everything's a dog. Um, yeah. Let Let's talk briefly about mm. the bodyguards. Okay, the blue summons as you as you call them. Yeah. 
I think that because one, you can send messages across dimensions. Yeah. And two, this is a very specific type of summon. I think there you join an organization. Yeah. That, you know, that's your job is yeah. basically to stop people from fucking up dimensions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think one, there's a multi-dimensional organization that's basically time cops. Yeah. You notice how I said basically time cops because the dimensional cops. No, I know. So I, yeah. I, I appreciate it. You said basically. <laughs> I understand what that means. Yeah. Um, I do think there's other organizational repercussions, but yeah. I think it's probably best for us to move on to commercial before we get really deep in those. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, we got to talk about all sorts of clans and groups and I'm trying to remember, this is me trying to remember the, the names are actually called <laughs> covenants covenants okay i did it let's go to commercial <laughs> this week's episode of the third space is brought to you by the triple layer carbon filtered jello filter Do you ever wish your jello was cleaner? Do you ever wish your jello was pure? Like the jello you would find in a mountain spring. Well, have we got the filter for you? Three layers of charcoal, carbon, to keep your jello clean. That's right. The first layer, removing food coloring. Red dye number two, red dye number gone. The second layer, removing artificial flavors. Only natural flavors here. That's right. The third layer, removing solidity. Yes, just clean, pure, tasteless jello. Just as Mother Nature intended. Okay, Kevin. Yeah. You said a word there before you threw to commercial so recklessly. <laughs> what's what's a covenant? Covenant. Well, in in, in in various levels of Dark Souls, they're essentially the groups that you join it to do certain things. Uh, it, they have different, like, real connotations throughout them. Like, in some of them, you have to actually equip an item to be part of the covenant. Some mm-hmm. of them, they have covenant levels. and Okay. Things like that, but essentially they're a way for the to to motivate people to do certain types of gameplay. Like in the first game, there's the um, uh, I'm just calling them the Sun Bros because that's the name I know them by. Okay, uh, <laughs> but there there was about about jolly cooperation. So the idea is that when you cooperate with people, you get items that will help you level up in that covenant. Yeah. Then you got one the. the ones that are about invading people and then yeah, yeah. you have the ones that are about protecting people. So these are not groups people made. These are groups that exist that you well, can choose to no, join. They well no they are groups of people. Well yeah, they're they're uh, is, we're going like difference between in universe and out of universe. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're built into the game groups. Uh I don't think Elden Ring actually has any official covenants. I would not consider the Volcano Manor an actual covenant. Uh yeah, but like in the uh, Dark Souls three has so many. There's a lot of covenants in Dark Souls three, and there's also ones where like that's where I talk about the thing where it's like uh, 
you have a specific, you join that covenant, and then if somebody is like fucking around in the forest, you get summoned in. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what you doing? What are you doing? Are you fucking around this forest? Are you fucking around the forest? Cover up those nuptials. Get out of here. (laughs) Leave the cats alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, those things like that. And I, I don't think there are actual covenants. Like there's no, I don't think there's any like orderly world covenants. Yeah. Yeah. But people would create groups. You would yeah. have, you would actually have the blue sentinels. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you'd have people be like, Hey, these red spirits keep coming into our multiverse, blowing up buildings, then robbing banks, <laughs> doing whatever they want, stealing our even... golden doubloons. <laughs> I think the thing is like, if somebody, okay. You brought up something there with golden doubloons. Mm-hmm. You can get items from the other world. Yeah. But you can't just, like, pick them up. They can be given to you. Okay. So people can, like, they'll be like, let's say they drop the item and you pick it up and you mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can do that both ways. Like, yeah. You sort of trade it around. So what you're saying is there's also some sort of post office multidimensional group. It's all about ferrying items between dimensions um, for interdimensional trade. I, I, I mean, potentially. I think that would exist. I mean, I guess the idea is, you know, it, it, every once in a while, someone would get a dog when they didn't want to get a dog because <laughs> dog. And I don't think we need to add this mechanic. In the game, you don't know what the item is before you pick it up. It's just like a spot of light, and you're like, oh, what's that? And then you get what it is that is once again that's just a gameplay yeah it's because they just want to animate every item on the ground yeah exactly i think you can see what it is if somebody's like hey here's 50 bucks they just put it on the ground it's yours now you're like okay and you're like this has this isn't a bill from my dimension i can't use this (laughs) again we don't share legal tender this isn't even dimension bucks god the the accepted currency between dimensions that's why (laughs) Dark Souls uses souls and runes because <laughs> then you don't have to come with a legal tender system. You don't. You don't. Yeah. That actually, like, almost makes sense, like, why there's a weird system of currency because they're just like, well, we can't get with our own currency if we're going to be trading with people from other universes. Yeah. Like, like, and, like, and I don't want to cut off that part of my like like people are getting money across universes so of course yeah um, i'll i'll accept that i guess I'll how accept- are we supposed to control this inflation <laughs> or there's the people who are like <laughs> welcome to universe three uh <laughs> w- we have uh, a non-fungible <laughs> <laughs> non-fungible souls <laughs> for but a token from you you can own one of these uh nfs's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Hey, you, just a non non related to this at all. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a person who who like bought an NFT for like millions of dollars. Oh, I know everything. Okay, great. I know every great. failure of the crypto bros. Great, great, great. Um, the moment it became public knowledge <laughs> that he had to sell it for like like a percentage, a small, like, well, he bought it for like 2.6 million. Yeah. He tried to sell it for like 43 million. And he got sold it for $268. Yeah. Yeah. Like a fraction of a percentage of like the actual cost. Yeah. Um, I have, there are certain moments on the internet. Yeah. Where there is a collective glee 
that <laughs> spreads throughout the world. And that's one of those moments. I have it's been a while since I've seen that many people just being like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know what he bought, right? It's an image. He, well, yeah, do you know what the image was? No, it was of the first tweet on Twitter. Oh, okay. Jack Dorsey sold an NFT of the first tweet on Twitter to this guy yeah, for yeah. $2.6 million. Yeah. And he wanted to turn around and sell it for, you know, more. But turns out no one cares. No. Uh, <laughs> but all I, but, uh, but I'm like, all I could think is like, okay, so wait, because his failure to sell it for so much was so hilarious and ubiquitous, could the person who bought it turn around? <laughs> <laughs> sell it for because now because now some chode out there yeah. is going to be like ah, I'll buy I'll buy the 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 amount the like I'll buy the moment I'll buy the mo really what I'm buying is I'm buying the moment that, <laughs> that of the joke of this guy yeah not doing it and I bet that will rise in <laughs> so he's so the guy who bought it from him's going to sell it for like basically four like they're four trying points. to do turtles all the way down he's, he's going to sell it for <laughs> 4.6 million the guy's going to have like ha then in a few years he's going to turn around and try to sell it for like 7.8 million and someone's going to buy it for, for $128 dollars yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to be able to sell it for <laughs> The dumbest oh, market in the world. It is the dumbest market in the world. <laughs> um. Anyways, the, you just that what you were saying brought into my mind that moment on the internet. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm aware <laughs> of every failure of the crypto price. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to our scheduled programming. Excellent. All right. Uh, new feet better than old feet. <laughs> oh shit. No, well, we're no, talking no, about no. interdimensional trading. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Yeah. So all sorts of weird stuff you can like pass between worlds i guess like i mean i think the the big thing for this if we apply it to our world yeah. and not a dark souls souls world yeah or i guess um miyazaki world yeah um is so, the, the the accepted term is souls born yeah it yeah. has not it has not yet absorbed elden ring into it yet. yeah yeah so it's not like souls born ring <laughs> elden souls born elden soul uh, souls Elborn. Souls Elborn. Ha ha ha! my souls Elborn. <laughs> it's uh, mock Spanish. <laughs> All right, so um, souls Elborn. Uh, I think the biggest thing for international, uh, interdimensional trade would yeah. be technology. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, our universe, we've developed laser uh, communication technology. Yeah. So we shoot lasers across the landscape off of mirrors and then a computer accepts that and decrypts the laser information. Mm. And that's how we communicate. Right. And another dimension is like, we just use radio waves. There's radio waves everywhere. We're literally swimming in them. Could, uh, could we, could we have it? <laughs> that seems better than lasers because like my niece was walking to school the other day and like a mirror on her line and she got fried by a laser. <laughs> so like oh, the, they're, they're the, high energy lasers. Yeah. Yeah. These, these, these radio wave technology seems like a better way to communicate than lasers. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like that sort of trade. Yeah. Of course, there's also going to be a black market if that's the case. Yeah. It'll be like, Hey, in our dimension, a disease came by and everyone just ignores it. And we found out it's actually a multi-dimensional property of the disease that people just ignore the disease. Oh no. Uh, like a certain oh, percentage no. of people just ignore it. So would you like a bioweapon? <laughs> oh my God. What a wild, <laughs> what a wild thing for people to ignore some viral sickness. Um, I'm mostly thinking of the, of the concept <laughs> That it's like, no, it's a medical thing, actually. The disease <laughs> makes you ignore it. Yeah. It's a, 
it's like a horror movie version of a that, that's essentially what the silence from doctor who but yep. as a disease yep there you go oh man has doctor who ever do an episode where the there's like a like a, a bio ever from those sorts of things are gone now that would have been an interesting concept for one episode of doctor who yeah disease that you ignore uh, oh you know what kevin you can put that in a book i'm giving that to you <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. I want someone else to do it. Yep. Well, it's yours now. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. And so is the curse of that All right. idea. <laughs> cut it out. If I remember, I'll cut that part out of the episode. People only hear when you start talking and then me going, interesting. 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 So's El Born. El Born. So the only thing I can imagine with, like, the messages is, once again, you'll get a lot of weird things. You might get a lot of troll messages. Like, I love the idea that there's illusionary walls still on there. Illusionary <laughs> walls don't exist. Oh, no. But it's for, like, see, you go into someone's house. Yeah. like Or not someone's house. You go into, like, a mansion. Yeah, yeah. And you're, like, walking around a mansion. Oh, it's a nice place. You look down. There's a little, there's a little sign on the ground. And you, like, flip it over. And it just says illusionary wall ahead. Like, huh? What? <laughs> what? Open it up. Torture chamber. Uh, I was thinking more along the lines, you use illusory wall for someone who's, like, guarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sure. they're not showing their emotions. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get that working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's... Somebody that's will walk up to Parliament, and there'll just be signs all over the place. Oh, no, no, all those just say liar ahead. Like, there's yeah, yeah. millions of them that say liar yeah. ahead. Yeah. Like, dog? Whenever, <laughs> dog? Whenever you go to any like public area there's going to be you're going to be littered with these signs on the ground yeah it's going to be you're going to go to a museum and there'll be signs that just like talk about the yeah yeah like it's gonna be terrible people are going to find a way to be offensive i mean yes absolutely people yeah. will find a i mean way we, to are, be offensive. we are we already see that in, see that in dark souls when you when you go up to any female npc and they are uh, on always on the ground is whole <laughs> yeah like it's not yeah. great it's not the best now imagine that for every piece of art in the world the thing the thing i think is great about this yeah uh is that because each dimension presumably had the same starting point i because they're all parallel and i think it really helps that like, the dimensions are four are pretty much like Ident like they they stay ident like yeah, very they stay similar fairly identical yeah. but the events that happen in them are different yeah right like but you can sign up for a task and you know that it's a task that exists because it exists across all dimensions yeah but you know I like to think there's some variability about where that task might be who the task is helping yeah. and like who the target of the task is right like let's use a, a boss baby task as an yeah. example sure um. You know, there might be like a task, a task that's like, yeah, you got, you got to, you got to save this baby, right? Uh, and you know, in one dimension you might be in America, in another dimension you might be in Africa because the history of the world is different. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Though, like, so you're, what you're assuming there is that like, you know which task you're putting down for. Yeah. But I I know sure that's exactly the case because like even in Dark Souls like you're putting down like if you're putting on a sign in an area the idea is you want to help out in that area yeah yeah uh, I th I think I think part of that is game design yeah some of that's game design which right? we don't have in the real world yeah which we don't have in the real world you know I th I think absolutely 
events and tasks that you can sign up for happen across all dimensions. Mm. But I do think like they are alternate dimensions. So outcomes, you know, and I think in the beginning, there's yeah. not much difference at all. Yeah. But you know, when a world has been around for 10,000, 20,000 years, right? A civilization has been around for that long, yeah. which by the way, it would be an incredible feat. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's going to be enough small variances that like things like, you know, a task being a large distance away would not be uncommon. Well, and the idea is like what, what you're really doing probably is you're, you're like, you, you know, you decide, you know what I want to do. I want to go down. I want to help someone like, you know, just, I, I think that is you, you can't really think I want to help someone with a specific thing. Just, I just, I feel like helping someone yeah. you could like go to, a what like like a um uh I keep on saying like restaurant no you you go to like like a mall the, the helping someone pick out clothes seems very simple enough yeah so you're like I want to go help someone like be fashionable so I'm gonna go to the mall I want to shop without spending money <laughs> <laughs> now we uh, now uh, you go there you put down the sign and you're like well uh, you know I'll put that down I'll go up there I'll get a little bit of warning before I'm about to be summoned and then yep. I'll then I pop there and I'll pop back where I was when I'm when I'm done with whatever I'm yep. doing. You know what I would choose? What? Babysitting. Yep. Yeah. yeah Watch right. somebody's kids for them. Yeah. This seems fine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you pop down the sign, like say in the mall, pop it down, you walk you walk away, you get summoned in, you're like, you come in there, well, oh, this isn't a mall in this dimension. And then <laughs> and they're like, so you're gonna help me cook? And you're like, Oh, I don't know how to cook. Uh several the connections, bye. But now you know now you know that that's not a mall no. in that dimension, but you put it down again, hoping you get some dimension where it's a mall. No, I I think what happens is you put down it in your location. You're like, I want to help somebody shop. Yeah. Right? And, like, the way the dimension works is it understands that when you put that sign down, like, you put it down in a place where you shop in your dimension, right? So it would match it to a place where people shop in another dimension. Just nearby. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I'm trying to think, think of like the game design of the people of the charge of this universe. I guess it makes sense. The idea is that you in your universe, this is a mall. So we'll match it with other universes where that is a mall. Yeah. Because there are infinite universes. And and you know what? It might be a different type of mall. But yeah. It is, it's a mall. Yeah. You know, maybe you put it in front of like Forever 21. Yeah. And you show up and it's like construction warehouse where you buy supplies and stuff yeah yeah right you, you, so there's gonna be some like trial and error but but because of the whole infinite multi-dimension type thing it means that if even if you are on those different earths that same exact position but as you said you put it down in a restaurant yeah it will find you a world with a restaurant in yeah it. yeah it'll but it, I, what I don't think it will do is I don't think it will, like, push you across the world. Yeah, that's, that's you're, fair. You're not going to put down a sign in, like, you know, Canada being like, I want to help someone babysit. And all of a sudden you're popping up in, Tans in Tasmania. And you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, it'll keep you in your area. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> well, it, we, it'll keep you in your local area with hot single locals hot locals looking to babysit your kids whoa, whoa, whoa. those nuptials are coming out again oh. <laughs> the <laughs> the thought of just like you put a sub design in your house you get somebody into a different version of your house it's a nicer house and you're like shit Damn so, it. <laughs> hey uh, take that and put it on the ground <laughs> why please do it for me 
Sure, you grab it, steal it, sever your connection. <laughs> uh, now I have a pot. Now, now this pot is mine. I'm going to invade the person who's... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's random. It is it's random. Invading is random. But you're just there, invading over and over. <laughs> like, like I will find, get that house. I will find the house. I mean, also, if your house is terrible, you'll have a lot of houses. <laughs> I mean, this, I was going to say clearly there's like oh, the one cult but you don't exist in any dimension that you visit right yeah yeah no I, yeah. obviously <laughs> this is like i must kill myself in another dimension that means that there's definitely a religion based around how each individual is unique i mean that's there's you religion, never you never like that right now well here's the thing if i yeah jumped into a different dimension yeah could i meet you there could you mean me, me another dimension? Yeah. Like, there's never a dimension that yeah. I visit yeah. where I'm already in that dimension. Oh, no, you can't meet. No, every dimension is a completely different set of people. Okay. Yeah. So there's no crossover whatsoever. No, because we don't have NPCs. Like, the thing with Dark Souls is that the NPCs exist across all dimensions. But Kevin, the thing is. Kevin, here's something. What if people are NPCs? No. Okay, never mind. What if NPCs do exist? We just don't know because we what can't I, visit other dimensions. No, that's what I was, that's what, that's kind of what I meant there. Yeah. Like, what what if there are certain people who that are, are constants? Who are constants. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if there's always, I don't know, an Albert Einstein? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Well, like I mean, that would make sense to keep the world on its historical bearing. Ideally, <laughs> that that would give those people such, like... Well, well I mean, I they guess, can't jump dimensions, because NPCs I think, I think can't they, do that, right? I think, well, no, they can't jump dimensions, but other people can't. And if you realize that there is that person in every other dimension, what do you do yeah. with that information? I mean, good question. Do we tell them... Or do we do? Is, does society keep? I guess the thing that helps. I mean, is that clearly you, they become a pope for some people and a devil for others. I think the. I think one of the things that helps is that usually the impact of someone's actions aren't super obvious until after they're. Yeah, you, dead. You don't understand the historical impact of something yeah. unless one, the historical thing is happening right yeah. in front of you, or history. I think I like I think like hobby dimensions and it's like oh there's a different I'm, we're just gonna use American stuff different president in each world but once you hop and it's the same president and you're like is this really good or really bad yeah you're like what does this mean wait Abraham Lincoln is president in every dimension well I was thinking the current president like current president yeah that's fair. like the president who's currently there yeah and yeah, like, yeah wait he's the same president in every dimension is this and like wait is this good or bad because people would be like no obviously he's going to like destroy the world be like no that means he's like the saves like what what does it mean what does it mean what does it mean what does it mean because obviously it's something big well what does it mean <laughs> yeah we gotta kill him <laughs> yeah kill him. and then uh on the flip side they find that the same person is an ice cream truck driver in every dimension <laughs> and they're like well what about this guy <laughs> it's just it's just like it's a weird thing because I feel like there are going to be more people who can jump than there are people who are NPCs. Yeah, I agree. But I also don't. I also think that like every person who's an NPC is not necessarily like it doesn't. You don't. You, they aren't notable in a way that you might. Like you said, ice cream truck driver. That's entirely possible because of yep. little tiny things that need to happen. Yep. To have the worlds be a, a and, the same. Roots. And here's the thing. I think these people do not know that they're NPCs. Well, they just choose never to jump to another dimension. <laughs> They're one of those people who's like, I don't really see the appeal of it. And you're just like, 
Ooh, well, maybe there's a, but are they an NPC or are they just someone who doesn't see the appeal? Yeah. Yeah. Because those people would exist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's exhausting to go to other dimensions. I just don't want to deal with other people. I have enough problems on my own. And like, I like helping people, but I'd rather help local people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do we want to talk about interdimensional hookups? I mean, I mean, that would happen. Cool. All right. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we should summarize. Okay. One, there's a, uh, like, Time Cop organization. Yeah. Blue Sentinels, you ba- said. Basically Time Cop. Basically Time Cop. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of people who run around and, sh- and fuck shit up. And there's, the reason why everything def- sort of travels in parallel is because there's these NPCs that are keeping it on the yeah. tracks. Um, Not consciously, just according to whatever higher... Yeah greater will there, yeah. there is oh there there all definitely are also groups of people who want to fuck shit up that just sort of like get together to be like yeah let's fuck shit up let's talk about interventional hookups for one second because i oh, think sure. there's a rule for that yeah i think because the rule is you can't take anything back unless it's dropped on the ground oh yeah no you can't get pregnant <laughs> but if somebody comes in like a woman who accepts an interdimensional hookup yeah. in her dimension can absolutely get pregnant what what dimension that baby from? It's from theirs. So it just uses the genetic information from the person. So it's so so by and far it's 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 usually safer for the woman to travel. Yeah, it's safer for the woman to travel. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you don't want to be accepting strange, but you can go and definitely engage in some. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you can also just be safe about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, well, unless you're in a dimension where they haven't invented safe sex. <laughs> that he wasn't an NPC. <laughs> every every person who created contraceptives, none of them were NPCs. None of them. None of. They're all complete flukes. <laughs> oh, <I. laughs> no, no. the The NPC that existed, Kevin, was the person who started using cat guts in Egypt. That person existed, but not every dimension picked up on. Yeah, it. other ones are just like, ew, no, no, gross. Ew, I don't want to do that. I do like the idea. <laughs> I do. Like the concept where it's like, yeah, you can have one NPC doing these. Like, you you can have parallels between the dimensions that aren't based on NPCs just because of infinite dimension stuff. Yeah, like like <laughs> so you go to each dimension and you're, and you're like, I know everybody has a TV. I guess that was created by an NPC. And then you go to one and you're like, oh no, I guess they weren't. No, I guess TV just, isn't a thing. I guess just most people did it. Yeah, you guys did it. What do you guys do? Shadows. <laughs> we like shadow plays. <laughs> Oh, oh! I see. This is the laser communication dimension, isn't it? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone really into marionettes in the last thousand years. <laughs> A jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> Haunt your dreams. Souls are born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying that. <laughs> it's just fun to say it. No, I don't know why that guy keeps saying that. Oh, uh, It's just fun to say it. Go back to your own dimension. All right. You know you're not allowed here anymore. I'll go back to my cars or sentient beings from fungal houses dimension. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're all collapsing. <laughs> it's all coming into one. Uh, <laughs> fungal houses. <laughs> there are fungal houses in Elden. There's everything in Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. There's everything in Dark Souls. Um... <laughs> So wrapping up, the, the it's this is one of the nice sides where it's like this world isn't a utopia, it's not a dystopia, it's just like very weird. Yeah, it's it's just a world where you're kind of dealing with 
weird influence. The, the, the all thing the is, time. like, part of this is all just based on, I guess, bleacism. But like, by and far, I believe that most people are good. But it's really easy for like bad actors to get their influence across, which will be the same when you put that onto a multi-dimensional scale. Yeah, but, and the thing is, I don't think most people won't even necessarily be constantly helping things unless if we really the the big thing that will really def- define how this works is when you invade or when you help someone in cooperation the thing you get if that becomes the actual universal tender the runes the souls whatever yeah. it is if that becomes an accepted tender way more than any like in universe tender then you would find a lot of people doing things such as like, well, well, I think it would be both, right? I think you'd have your in-universe tender, and then you'd have dimension bucks, and then you and you'd go to be able to like, uh, yeah, yeah. trade them, yeah, because they would be worth something if everybody had them. If if you could get paid, like really, really, just doing odd jobs. If you could get paid just by like putting your sign down in places where you're like, well, I hope I'll get someone to do something fun, and then you go and you do it for like a couple, you know, however long it takes. Doesn't have to be that long. Yeah, and if, you get like a couple. If you know, I could sit down at a table, Kevin. Yeah. With all of my D and D stuff out. Yeah. And then put down a sign that says "Run D and D," and I could get paid for doing that. We have to put a sign and a message, and you have to hope that they appear on the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, or you go to like a games place, and like people, the, the once people set up areas that the understanding is getting summoned there is that thing. Yeah. Then. Like, business. Then yeah. Then then like, business, baby. Yeah. So you like, you set up an area, and people understand. Going to that area because yeah. is a gets them this thing they yeah. summon, you know, summon you in. Yeah, D and D, and you get paid for it, and I get paid for it. Dimensional bucks. Yeah, because you're helping them with a task. Yep, I I do that. I think a lot of people would do because they just choose the thing that they like to do. Yeah, like obviously, like the thing, like it's tough because you don't always <laughs> get someone to do that thing. You might get someone in, someone's like, no, actually, I need someone to help me paint. Like. All right. Okay. I guess I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to die. Uh, no thanks. Oh, uh, actually, we can't hurt each other yeah. because you summoned me in. We're our tactics. I'm not red. Each other. I'm yeah. not red. Yeah. Sorry. If you're not red, <laughs> uh, please okay. leave us a rating review wherever you're listening to our podcast. We appreciate everyone we get. Yeah, you can also get us on social media. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. And I'm at Mighty Thews, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. Send an email to our uh, our email address. It's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. And uh, this will be going up after it's done, but I'm going to be at Expo. So maybe, I've, maybe I have saw some of you. Maybe I did it. Maybe it was a good time. I hope it was a good time. I'm sure it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing Kaka Comic Expo, so I'll be, be doing that. Uh, that's already been done. So you can check out my website, or maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. It's kevinweirdbooks.com. Where you can get the stuff he'd be selling at Expo. Oh, anyways. Expo. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so if you miss it, you can buy the stuff there. Yeah, there you go. Do it. Yeah, and our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin is married and I'm single. Well, someone's going to have to tell Sarah about that. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>